Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Doing well, Chris. Doing well. Uh, it's been a good weekend. Nice, uh, nice sunny days out there. Life garden. Uh, can't complain. How about you? Yeah, back to back to the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my little fancy camp to start the summer is over. Nice, nice. So yeah. we're, uh, we're in it now, but it's it's good. The wedding was nice. The wedding was fun. Yep, everything went smoothly. Everyone had a good time. Uh, Sweet. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Jory Hagen, congrats. Congratulations, congratulations. Uh, well, let's get right into it. You know, the NBA Finals, again, it's tonight, uh, game three. And let's look back at game two and what happened with the Celtics. And it's simple. Every game they lose is exactly the same. The It's actually, there's two options. There's two options for the Boston Celtics when they lose. But it all starts with the terrible, terrible turnovers that they get. They had 18 turnovers this game, and it, it felt like 1,000. Uh, they, they couldn't hit any open layups late in the stretch of the game. None of their role players could do anything, which was the opposite of game one. And one of the two, either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, will disappear within one of the halves. And this game, it was Jalen Brown for three and a half quarters. He, he did. Mm-hmm. He was great. He started out the game hot. He got the first eight points of the game for the for the Celtics, and then didn't score. He's only scored nine points the rest of the game. So that type of inconsistency just can't happen if you want to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, it's been. You're right. It's it's every game that they lose basically because they show up one game and they look absolutely dominant for stretches of the game, and then the next game they're a completely different team that's the reason why the heat series went seven they were the better team and it felt like just every game they lost they were just completely falling apart for no reason so and i don't know i think it's it's partly like them just being an uh inexperienced team yeah i think it's part of that it's part that it's inexperienced it's part that the the dribbling with that like the turnovers and stuff it's just like simple not simple but easy mistakes that can't happen and you're right, it's the, it's the inexperience of this team. And hopefully, whether they win or lose this finals, this experience shows them that they, they could have beaten the Heat in five. They probably could have mm-hmm. beaten the Bucks in six. Uh, these games that just implode on themselves, the whole it's like it's more of the Celtics beating themselves than it is the Warriors' master game plan uh, beating them. And the between the two games, the third quarter, it's just... The best third quarter team versus literally the worst third quarter team in the league. And it's such a disparity. They keep getting in these massive holes to start the fourth. Uh, the game was only down by, they were only down by two within the first half. And they survived a 31 point quarter in the first quarter, but didn't even come close in the third. And now that's the game right there. That's the game. It got out of hand, and that was it. Yeah, and that was another thing. What's that cup? It's Jack Harlow. It's the Jack Harlow. <laughs> I did my I did a Twitter review on it today. If you uh, if you, okay. if you saw it, um, that just threw me off. <laughs> threw me all off my game. Sorry. Um, what what were we talking about? We were talking. <laughs> I had something ready to go. Okay, we were talking about the turnovers. Oh, and the comments. I thought game three was tonight. You're right. It is uh, Riley. Game Thank three you, Riley. Is tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Game three is tomorrow. Well, what were we talking about? We were talking about the turnovers and the team, how it kind of beats themselves. Uh, you know, third oh, quarter. Third quarter. That's Okay. That's so, right. About. So, we were saying that, like, when the Celtics in, in game seven, when they went on that stretch where they kind of gave up all the momentum and let the heat right back into it, if that were to happen against the Warriors, the Warriors were just going to bury them. And that's basically yeah, that exactly would have been a loss. what happened. Where once the Warriors got hot and the Celtics started throwing the ball away, it was game over. And the thing you got to realize about this Warriors team is there's a lot of front runner players on this team. If you get this team hot and they're taking the lead and taking control, all of a sudden Jordan Poole's going to be hitting every shot, and Curry's mm-hmm. never going to miss. It's there's a lot of and it's not a 
it's not an insult to them. It's just that they know how to bury a team, like you said. Once they get the momentum going, there's not a lot that can stop them. Even this great Celtics defense has the flaws, and the Warriors can utilize it and take advantage of the momentum that they have. Mm-hmm. And so, they have, but they also have just so many different options, and that can all get hot. Like Wiggins can get hot and not win a game for you, but put you in a position to win. Pool can get hot. He can win a game for you. Um, he, we saw it in the Dallas series. He what dropped forty? Did he really? I'm pretty. I don't. I don't know if it was that much, but he dropped a high number. That's when the game that he dunked on Luca. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're right, and they have confidence in all of their guys which mm-hmm. I don't think the Celtics have. I think yeah. once the going gets tough, Tatum and Brown kind of see themselves in, oh, we have to take control when I don't think they have. Like, they don't have to. I think that Derek White, you keep giving him the shots, he's going to hit him. Grant Williams is a good three-point shooter. I love the way Pritchard's been playing. And there's going to be those games where it's smart, Brown, and Tatum at the end of the games where they just think, that it has to go through them every time. And it doesn't. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. It, well, the reason I brought that up is because this is a game where Clay Thompson didn't show up. He had, a, he mm-hmm. had a terrible game, and it didn't even matter for him. I mean, he's also valuable a little bit on defense, but, like, if he's not scoring points, he's not really giving you much. No, but they and... have other guys that can step in. Sorry. That's going to be really interesting – to to see when it comes to an elimination game, when it comes to close in the thir- in the fourth quarter, are they going to keep Clay Thompson out there if he's not having his rhythm? If he doesn't have his rhythm, he doesn't have a shot under him because he can't drive past anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive defensively, he still he has the right mechanics, but defensively, he's not the same that he was before the injury. And I want to see maybe they throw Peyton out there instead of Thompson or. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think Jordan Poole just because defensively wise he's kind of a zero, but mm-hmm. maybe you see Peyton later in the stretches of the game or someone else. I'm. I'm not sure. It's very possible. I could see them doing it, but then when you think about it, it's like, oh, it's the Warriors and it's Clay Thompson. They they just can't. Like it's at some point, it's like almost like you can't do it. You know. Yeah. Well, I also don't expect him to have another game like this where he looks that off. I think, especially as the series progresses. Yeah, he won't have. He won't shoot that bad in the biggest games. He'll show up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially you know, Game Six Clay. We all know about know about Mm -hmm. Game Six Clay. So, what was scary about this game, really like terrifying, is that the Celtics shot twenty six percent from three from the two point line. That's yeah, horrendous. That's, you you don't see that very often. It's it was the For worst three recorded is better. It was the worst recorded better. two point ever in the finals. Really? Yeah. For and I don't know what they ended it with. They might it might have come back a little bit better, but it was at so at some point very far into the game because I turned it off after the third after Jordan Poole hit that shot. I turned it off. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know this is not it's not happening, and I didn't want to watch just the Warriors dance around for another. 12 minutes but the uh that that's just that can't happen again you we need to we need to be able to convert on these layups because they're giving it to us sometimes sometimes we can drive sometimes we can get there and sometimes they're playing great defensive on us but other times we're just missing bad shots yeah so i mean it's it's weird looking at this team as a team that could win the finals when they've had so many games like this they're so it feels they have the the inconsistency in like embedded in them somehow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You're right. They're playing. They're three wins away from a finals, and it seems like we don't know what team we're getting every other yeah, game. Exactly. So, what are your thoughts on the Draymond Green? Just everything about this game. What do you mean? Just I mean him just being an absolute menace during the game. I mean. That's just who he is. I don't know why it's still like surprising people. That he acts the way that he does on the floor, and like that's kind of what he's made his his game now. Especially that he has like literally no offensive ability whatsoever anymore. 
So now he just goes out and wreaks havoc. And so, he likes doing it. Oh, he loves he doing it. to be an asshole. He loves doing it. The problems I had, especially early, early in the game, you could tell there wasn't going to be any calls for the Celtics. And that, that was the truth. Like that, and Twitter was having a meltdown. Because it, it was ridiculous. It Jalen in one play, Jalen Brown doesn't even touch Gary Payton, and they give him a shooting foul. Every open shot, or every shot that the Warriors missed, it looked like they were just calling a foul. They could try to get him to the free throw line. And look, that's just how it's going to be. There's going to be, it's going to come drastically back. I'm sure in Boston, game three tomorrow, I'm, and everyone's going to be complaining about the Warriors not getting any calls. And apparently, what they do is after one of these games, the league takes all or the, the team takes all the film and goes through it and then sends it to the league and it's like look here's all the calls you missed here's all the stuff that you didn't call here's all that crap and then the next game they kind of just do the opposite of the other game mm-hmm. and i don't like i think that's wrong that should it, they should just call it fairly every time instead of just waiting for a team to complain about it and then calling it differently i think they they were the the refs were scared to throw out Draymond Green on that ejection on that play with Jalen Brown. I think it should have mm-hmm. been a double tech, and maybe maybe that's soft, maybe it's not, but clearly, like Dr- clearly Draymond was pushing himself, pushing and pushing, and the refs were just too scared to throw him out at home in the Chase Center for the finals. And I guess I get it, and I guess that's letting them play, but it's I don't know. It needs to be called. He can't just be allowed to do it just because he already has a tech. It's, that's just not how basketball's played. You can't just change the rules because you don't want to throw a player out. And that's right, my thoughts. Yeah. I, know, I mean, in the playoffs, it's definitely, especially in the finals, it's a completely different game from an officiating standpoint. You see that in hockey, too. Like, they always say that they try to even out the penalties. Yeah. In the, in the game, and then even in the series, like... But I don't know. I agree with you. I think that there's no reason to do that. Like, people are going to complain no matter what. So you should just do your job based on what you see. It should be instead it, of like trying to yeah. make it perfectly fair. Because like, mm-hmm. by just calling it objectively, that's the fairest way to do it. And that's and sometimes how... it, it's a, you know sometimes you screw up. Yeah, and then that's but that's the ruling of the game. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can't just bend the rules because. You're scared of what the reaction of the fans is going to be or what the reaction of the players is going to be. And at the end of the game, in the last quarter, they they evened out the free throws. So it's 17 to 20 free throws for the Celtics and then Warriors and makes it quote-unquote fair. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the box score. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the box score, you'd be like, oh, you can't complain. It's They only had Mm -hmm. three less shots. And look, that's just how it's going to be. That's what's probably when it's going to be the opposite for the Celtics next game. But there was like, and the war, the war on Grant Williams and Daniel Tice is ridiculous. Daniel Tice just gets literally smacked in the face all the time. Mm-hmm. No call ever. Uh, and Grant Williams, he got bulldozed by Draymond Green and the foul was on him. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And I know there's going to be some comments saying I'm biased because of course I am. Like, of course mm-hmm. I want to see my players do well and not have quote-unquote bad officiating on them but it's 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 ridiculous how much it seems they have like the ref wise have how much power it seems they have because they can just stop Mm -hmm. momentum on a dime oh i i know about we'll get to that later but (laughs) that happened last night in Mm -hmm. the baseball game yeah all momentum just gets (laughs) all momentum there was one play uh, the most, the worst probably call of the night was Grant Williams goes for some layup. It probably gets, oh, or no, uh, Jordan Poole goes for a layup. It gets blocked. Uh, Celtics get the rebound. Grant Williams is walks over Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole swipes at his legs to try to knock him over. I didn't think it should have been a tech. I didn't think it should have been, it was a little dirty, but I didn't think it should have been a tech. But they stopped the Celtics' fast break drive in its tracks to review the call. And then five minutes later, they give him the ball back to play. It just kills all sorts of momentum, no matter what the call is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
They're not going to be afraid to throw Draymond out in Boston, I don't think. I hope not. That's I hope not. And I, I think keys to the Celtics game three is just stay calm, stay cool, and actually run a goddamn offense. They were just running this 1950s offense, and it was, was not working. They do this weird thing. I mentioned it before with they all just stand around and watch whoever has the ball. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. That's the Mark Turgeon offense. Yes, they, they love. That's part of the reason what got him fired. Love the Turgeon offense. So they actually need to, they need to put the gas, they need to push down on the gas pedal. It needs to be mm-hmm. full throttle, and they need to play all four quarters, which they yeah. didn't do this game. They just simply did not play all four quarters. All right. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got the split. Yep. You've got you got the home five now. Yeah, You've and got it's three at home. Yep. So, There's not much to complain about. Successful trip. I'd successful say. trip to to San Francisco. Stealing one at home at at the Chase Center was massive. And look, you just can't blow it. You can't blow it yep. at home. I take care of business. And what I realized is, technically, if you, oh uh, <laughs> no, no, when you look at it, the Celtics have never lost two in a row in this whole playoffs so if you go down the line they can lose every other game and win the nba finals true by winning game one yep they could do it every other game they can lose and come back and be be resilient that being said if it's in game seven there's no way in hell the warriors are losing (laughs) i just i like especially at in chase center it's just gonna be Mm -hmm. it's gonna be the same thing that we saw tonight yeah all right well we'll cross that bridge when we get to it if we get to it so my yeah. my prediction is still celtics and six okay what's a this is just a, a question for an unbiased fan which team's more likable well i've also never liked the celtics that much that's fair i you, it's not like did you so, like the warriors at all i i liked them before durant yeah, that's fair. I and I really I don't hate Draymond like people do. I think he's kind of funny. So I I say the Warriors, but I don't know if I'm completely unbiased. Okay, that's fair. I still have I still have hatred rooted because of the Kelly Olynyk game. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right, so uh, let's move on. Did you see the the tweets? That LeBron was have been tweeting out and the quotes that he's been saying lately. He can't stay out of the spotlight. He has to be talked about all the time, or he'll like freak out. I think. So an identity crisis if people aren't talking about him twenty four seven. So during the game, he tweets out that he he might hop on a podcast, might hop on his own podcast, which we made we made our claim. Don't worry, shoot or shoot. We uh we put our claim out there to, he, for him to He hop has an on. official invite. He does. We would love podcast. to see LeBron on here. And now today, because of course he does it during the game because he gets everyone talking about LeBron <laughs> during the game. And then today he he was asked if he could join any team in the playoffs, what would it be? And he said the Golden State Warriors. Is like, this is like the fourth or fifth comment he's made about trying to play with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. That it's just like getting desperate at this point. He's like, he should just like be like, please Curry, please like try to mm-hmm. like try to you know get your team to trade for me or play with me. There's no something. way that Curry wants to play with him either. Like, why would you? No, because then it's you immediately the same become thing as... overshadowed. Yes. Like you're already becoming one of the best players of all time. But like joining forces forces with LeBron is not gonna help your legacy at all. Doesn't help your legacy. And they're, they're in the finals anyway. They're in their finals anyways. They don't need him right now. Oh. And then it becomes it becomes the next Kevin Durant. Yep. It's oh, you know, it's LeBron's team, it's not Curry's team. And then mm-hmm. you get all that bull crap that Curry's been dealing with since uh Kevin Durant joined his team. And so that's that. I mean, it's just not going to happen. It's never going to happen unless, uh, you know, I guess if the Warriors want to trade for LeBron, but I don't think they would. I think they'd rather just keep their young pieces instead of one year of LeBron. I, it's just, it just shows desperation. That's what it is. Well, oh, he's definitely desperate. Yeah. He wants to get the hell out of LA because of the mess that he's created. Yes. I know. 
Yes. Uh, that being said, did you see that the Lakers coach said that Russell Westbrook is one of the greatest players in the NBA has ever seen, and he will be utilizing <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, utilizing him on the trade block. That's what he, <laughs> that's what he should be doing. I, the thing is, they're not like they're not going to get anything worth a, worth anything for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they almost just have to cut him. A, and the they're screwed with that scenario. So LeBron's already looking. He's looking at his team. I don't even know because they have no cap space. So it's like, what are they even to do this off season when all their are they just gonna have to re-sign all those vet men guys? Yes. It's gonna be. I think so. Le GM is gonna be hard hard at work this summer once the once the offseason starts and he has no pieces to play with he has no nothing to toy around with nothing to even he's got two first round picks in 2027 and 2029 and that's it that's all he's got and i guess kendrick nunn and uh Taylor horn tucker it's his only pieces he's got to trade for so whatever you can do with that good yeah. luck lebron I just know that somehow they'll find a way to like build excitement based on the men guys that they sign though. Like they'll bring in these guys and be like, "Oh, this is a perfect fit for oh, yeah. LeBron here. They they're going to love playing together." And by December, it will be a disaster again. So, my what I've been hearing is that Russell Westbrook will be on the team start of the season. And yes. It's just going to be – it's going to have to be a trade deadline sort of scenario because then their contract's already halfway paid. Uh, a team like the Pacers or the, the Hornets or – actually, I guess not really the Hornets. I still see no reason why the Hornets would want to trade for him besides to get rid of the Gordon Hayward contract and maybe some Terry Rozier money. But mm-hmm. the rumor has it that the Lakers ain't want that, and I can't believe they're being picky because beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> but – uh, which is also a hard truth, by the way. Coming to our later segment. Beggars cannot be choosers. Uh, anyways, or they could trade like with the Pacers and try to get Buddy healed, and and then they just the Pacers just sit him. But that would be that's like that's it. That seems like the only option besides maybe an OKC dump. That could be spot for him. Back to OKC. Again, back to OKC. They. That'd so, be a win-win for OKC. It would be because it's like you so get rid of him in a more year. Tickets, yeah, but then he has to play with your young guys and probably ruin your probably destroys their development chances. Yeah, pretty much. My favorite scenario is somehow a sign and trade, and Kyrie Irving's on the Lakers, and Russell Westbrook's back on the Nets. Kyrie Irving is Durant. not going to the Lakers. No, I, it's not then. possible. The, and the other thing is, imagine you're Kevin Durant. They come in, they go, hey, I know you want to keep Kyrie. I know you guys are friends, but what about Russ again? Yeah, you remember, you remember your old beautiful. buddy Russ? Remember your old buddy Russ? I think Picture Kevin Durant perfect. at that point just like puts his reg- resignation on the table. Yep, he, goes, he can go back done. to the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> he gets his contract and just rips it in half. Yeah, he'd be on his hands and knees at Steph Curry's door. Oh, he definitely would be. Please let me back. <laughs> so it's funny. It's we're gonna have two, quote unquote, super t- the two favorites of each conference going into this past year, are in shambles this off season. They don't. Mm-hmm. Neither of them have a clear plan on what they're gonna do or what their team's gonna look like, and it's it's gonna be mad interesting. I'm excited. It's funny. I'm excited for the. I'm. I mean, I'm always excited for the NBA off season. Yeah. But, I mean, now I just I want the Celtics to win so they could be the champs of the off season. But. So my focus is kind of be it's it's torn right now. It's I mean it's not it's all the Celtics, but you know I, there's always that lingering of I'm always looking at random ass trades and the draft <laughs> and all that crap. So it's all it's all NBA still, and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, well we got plenty of time to break all that down this summer. Oh yeah, and there'll be the Ben Simmons rumors. There'll be Harden rumors. Like there's gonna be everything. So get in store for another lengthy. NBA summer. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I want to turn to our attention. We were talking about Draymond earlier, and Draymond has a podcast with Colin Cowherd's. Uh, the vo- was it the volume the the something like that. Uh, program, and 
my question is, why do these athletes that are still playing in the league want have a podcast to then just say the same stuff they're saying in the press conferences? I don't know. Like if you're, it's like, like, if you're not podcasting has gotten to the point where everybody wants one, and everybody thinks that they can just hop on and do it. But like a guy like Draymond, people will listen, so he can do it. But yeah, I, I guess it's just a like a side hustle for him now, and he loves to talk. Yeah, that's that's mainly what it is. He just loves to talk and put his opinion out there. But there's so, it's so many. Like, he has, like, I saw on Twitter, it came up, it's, like, live, Draymond Green press conference. I was like, so, well, he's just, is he also going to produce a podcast today? Like, is he just going (laughs) to say the same stuff? Uh, My, I think it's, if you're not going to give us inside scoops, don't, I don't want to hear your opinion. Mm -hmm. And, like, when you look at JJ Reddick's podcast, he's a retired player, and he actually brought those guys on, and it seemed like you got a a separate side to what these athletes were than just on the court. And when you have the age of Twitter and the age of these athletes talking back, like these guys are not silent anymore. So it's like, Mm. it's, it seems less interesting now because it's not like, Oh, did you hear what Kevin Durant said? It's like, Oh, Kevin Durant tweeted again or Kevin, you know? And it's like, I feel like, they're making, and of course, it's still going to be top news stories. It's still going to be running on ESPN, all that crap. But to me personally, I just feel like it was more interesting back in the times that it was like, oh, Kevin Durant's coming on this podcast. And, mm-hmm. but now, and it's like, right, oh, because you then have when they go on the it. podcast, there's like stories that no one's ever heard before. Yeah, exactly. And now, have it you seems listened like to Draymond's show? No. I've seen oh. clips, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I haven't either. No, I pff, I wouldn't sit down and listen to Draymond. <laughs> I, have, I, I have no interest in that. No, I don't either. And it's funny, you were talking about, uh, like, everyone everyone wants a podcast, and but they come in, like, the, the problem with, the, the hard part about us, like, not, not saying, like, oh, what was us, but it's like, we started a podcast, and that's it. We're not famous. We're not mm-hmm. anything. Oh, these people are coming in already famous, already having fan bases and starting the podcast. And it's, that's, that's what made like, like that's what works. So of course, other people are going to do it. Other athletes, yeah. other, uh, celebrities are going to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got on the, uh, I, I do think that a LeBron podcast would be amazing. And just the idea of him, like six foot nine, LeBron sitting in the recording studio, like with the mic on, be like, what's up, guys? Like, <laughs> LeBron here. That is a hilarious image to put in your head. I like that too. I I like the idea of LeBron giving a podcast, getting a podcast, and then also still telling us nothing. It's like just a LeBron <laughs> oh, podcast. That's a, yeah, that's definitely just, what it would yeah, be. Of just like LeBron saying completely obvious things. <laughs> Today's episode of LeBron says obvious things about the NBA, and just him <laughs> saying completely obvious things. All right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Let's go on to the newest, highest-paid uh, player in the NFL. That's not a quarterback, Mr. Aaron Donald. He deserves every penny. That's uh, I feel like that's that was, all needs to be said. But, but where is it coming from? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. These. It's the biggest mystery in sports. It's how are the Rams paying their players? There has to be like there has to be some mobster that just like like Steve what is it Steve Crunky Crunky's got to be part of the mob he has to be part of the mob yeah I, it literally doesn't make any sense like their salary cap is twice what everybody else is I know it's not every good player that hits the market they they just offer a contract to and then they and sign it, like they have the money to do it somehow yeah anyone that gets cut it's like. And it's funny because everyone that gets cut, it's like all the rumors is like, oh, he might go to the Rams. It's like, yeah, no mm-hmm. shit, he's going to the Rams because like, they have inf- <laughs> they have infinite money. Them and the Saints just have yes. infinite money every year. And just – it seems like <laughs> seems like recently the only team that's been having cap space problems have been the damn Patriots. But they're uh, – they, <laughs> Oh, I, we – the commanders do too. Look at Wentz. They haven't been able to sign a single free agent. Since that? Ugh. Yeah. Like literally they've had the least active – 
offseason I think I've ever seen aside from Wentz. That is true. They really have signed no one. Mm-hmm. I have the more this is kind of off topic uh, for Aaron Donald, I guess. But the more I look at the Commanders, I kind of, I kind of, they're sneaky good. They're sneaky. There is. Did you send me the Wentz video or did somebody? Yeah, else? I sent it to you during practice. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to pull that up real quick again because that actually got me fired up a little bit. They look good. Little, like the no look. <laughs> <test>. <laughs> It I looks mean, good. If that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what does. And I've been this is completely another road, but I've been seeing tweets about how Jahan Dotson has been tearing people apart. I've seen that too. And the only guy that can guard him is Benjamin St. Juiced, who's like a second year corner, who's like a breakout candidate. So basically they're both gonna be Pro Bowlers this year. You know, it's it's funny. It's like, it was literally the perfect tweet to like grab my attention and be like, hmm, maybe Maybe it'll be good this year. The thing is, they're like if you look at the roster, it's really not bad. It's not bad at all. You have a lot of weapons around Wentz. You have a decent O line. It's not the best O line. It's but it's decent. Serviceable. Yeah, it's serviceable. The tight ends could be a little bit better. Good. But Logan Thomas has been fine. I mean, they're decent. Yeah, Logan Thomas has been fine. The... Here it is. Um, there's real belief in that building that they're going to be an unstoppable on off, or they're going to be unstoppable on offense. That they've got a 13 win offense. Oh, you are going to be <laughs> you're going to be destroyed midway through the season. You're going to be absolutely. Destroyed. I almost just bought tickets to the first game. You should. you should. You <laughs> should. Uh, no, I promised myself I'm not giving Snyder another penny. And he might be out soon. It seems like no, all it's no, ten. Won't. It's all tending towards him being out soon. Oh, that's it has been that way for like five years. That's true. That that's every time I see one of those headlines, it's like, yep, another another day in the the Washington news cycle. Yeah, I just get my hopes up for a bit just to smash him again. So that's why I've been not committing myself emotionally yet. You're gonna be because this team. I know. Is look like <laughs> and like, they have such an easy schedule too. I know they have the what? Isn't it the easiest? I think it's them and the Cowboys are like the easiest based on last year's win percentage. Maybe I want to. So, oh yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys. You should buy the the, the Jacksonville tickets because you guys are gonna stomp Jacksonville. I I'm I'm ready. I'm signing up for this Commanders team. The the helmets look good. The uniforms look better every time I see them. I'm I'm there. They do. The helmets look really the, good. The actually. helmets look I won't amazing. Lie. I still don't like the black I, ones with the W and no, the No, I don't either, and the, the colors on the white ones still bother me, but I'm in on the helmets. The helmets yeah, are big. The, the helmets are really good. And the burgundy uniforms look good. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. All right, let's go back to Aaron Donald real quick. It's sad when uh, Buddy Heald makes the same amount as Aaron Donald. You saw that tweet? Yeah. Like the yeah, how to make ninety five so, million. Yep. Yeah, and it was, was it was just him getting two rookie of the months his first mm-hmm. rookie year, and then yeah. has done nothing his the rest of the year. It's really like when you look at that. When you look at that, you see like when you see the the Aaron Donald contract, you think, wow, what a ton of money. And then you look at all the other players that in like the NBA that make that type of money, and you're just like, holy crap! I know. There's just something about the NBA that allows guys, and like every couple off seasons, they'll be big salary cap increase and teams will just splurge mm-hmm. on guys and guys that don't deserve money will get like ridiculous amounts of money by the wizards <laughs> <laughs> from the from the washington wizards yes or the charlotte hornets or there's a couple yeah. there's a handful of teams that will pay them yeah. not much but it's the kings it's I mean. yeah it's like the small market ish teams that are like trying to make a big splash because no superstars actually want to play there like, oh, we missed out on the Durant sweepstakes, but we signed Mahimi to four year, $70 million. That's or a good uh, consolation Bertans. prize, right? Yeah, Bertans. It's, it's crazy when you look at that type of stuff. And it's, I always wonder why. Because it's like the NFL has so much, like, all you see is all the ratings for the NFL is so much higher. All the well, they have less guys. Oh yeah, that's, that's got to be. That's always what it is. Hit right. Yeah. Generate. Yeah, you're only paying 15 guys instead of paying. The, way less than half. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's almost like a fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's that's what it is. Uh, so thanks for answering my question. 
Uh, back to so talking about in the football sphere, we we kind of spewed off about the Commanders for a second. The Patriots apparently are going to have, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy. Come on, the defensive coordinator, guy with the pencils, lines, coach. Trisha. Yeah, apparently he's going to be the offensive coordinator. Yes. Actually, no. I would rather see Joe Judge. I. It's funny. Either the two. <laughs> it's like you could just pick and choose which which one you want. I. The only rumors that I care about is how Mac Jones is looking. Yeah. Mac Jones has been looking. Apparently, he's been looking the best. His leadership's quote, quote on another level. Uh, he's in the he he had he has the quote best shape in his life. I'm yeah, ready. I did see that. I'm all for it. So, that's all I care about. All I care about is Mac, and I don't care who the offensive coordinator is. I don't care who's coaching. I don't care if Bill Belichick's in a wheelchair by the start of the season. I like the only thing that matters is Mac. Yep, that's true. When you have a young quarterback, there really is. It's, it's All like right. he's doing well. There's always hope. Yeah, it's I and I hope Taquan Thornton can put on some sort of weight. He said he wasn't going to. He said he like that's that's what makes him fast. But it's, have you seen his legs? Mm-mm. Oh, look up Taquan Thornton's. Just look him up. He he looks like he's gonna break after one tackle. <laughs> it's really concerning. But other than that, it's all all the same old Patriot stuff. Ooh, yeah. Those are those are Jalen Smith legs. Yeah, they are some chicken legs. Thanks. Yeah, he needs to do some calf raises. <laughs> you know, on the lifeguard stand, I have a I sit hours, do a hundred. Mm. I do a hundred a sit, hundred calf raises. I'm gonna be dunking by the end of the summer. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So uh, that's that's our football talk. I'm excited for this top five. So I'm gonna let's get right into it, Chris. Yep. We're, we're doing top five hard truths. This is either gonna spike your anxiety or reduce your anxiety. But this is reduce. it. Yeah, it depends. You know, maybe maybe a truth that you didn't know that and just calm you down a little bit. They're hard truths. Yeah. Well, I guess at that point, yeah. None of mine will calm you down. I don't think any of mine will either. My first one's going to freak out a lot of people, I think. Okay. You, you get first pick. It's your... All right. fired up about it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Number one, everything's dirty. <laughs> I hate to tell everybody, but everything's dirty. I... And th- this is kind of what made me think about this list is because I was sitting on the lifeguard stand and I cleaned out my water bottle because I saw that there was sand at the bottom. And I took a swig, I looked at the bottom, and I was like, there's sand back in my bottle. And then I just thought, I was like, well, everything's filthy. Everything's dirty. Everyone's grubby fingers are everywhere. And there's no escaping it. That's true. Like, the only place... really is, you almost, like, it's almost not even worth paying attention to. You might no. almost live like a slob. Yeah, it's the, like, the only, the only place, places in the world that are, uh, actually clean are sterile rooms where they wipe down everything and even then it's like mm-hmm. there's you know there's something yeah no you you're surrounded by germs isn't yeah. it like the human mouth too like one of the most bacteria filled places yeah 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 we breathe and there's germs going everywhere yeah so just so everyone stop being a germaphobe yeah stop being a germaphobe everything's dirty nothing nothing bad hard truth number one nothing matters nothing matters (laughs) we live the simulation yeah facts (laughs) all right all right my number one which was actually a pretty easy one for me is that we're halfway done college oh like that's a yeah and it went quick yeah no that half definitely went quick. i've thought about it a bunch of times where i'm like man this is not okay because we're we were just talking earlier our uh our senior week chat it's it's the same week mm-hmm. from or the same dates from two years ago that we went doesn't feel like that long ago no we were graduating high school we we're all excited to go to college and we're halfway done yeah like i really this like when you say stuff like that it makes me really feel for the people and i know like you weren't you didn't even get uh the first semester of your college right you were at home no i was at home so the people who had that cancellation at spring break and then it was over and then that coming next year a lot of schools didn't have that first semester it's like right. you only get eight mm-hmm. 
hopefully at least you only get eight and that you know i feel for those those people luckily down south you know they they don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) but so yeah no that that is a hard truth that's that's always something every time someone brings up i'm like ugh. yeah you don't want to hear that i and that was for me like at a wedding this weekend and i got to see like a bunch of family members that i don't see that often to what year are you in college i'm like junior yeah yeah saying junior it's nuts seeing my uh seeing my brother just graduate was nuts yeah i was like that's weird like i remember yeah my in my house all of us are now into college too that's good out of high school yep empty your parents can be empty empty nesters oh i don't know what they're gonna do my i'm lucky my parents lucky they have three dogs yeah, they, they didn't. They they. Well, do. my mom likes my dog more than she likes us. I think. <laughs> so she'll she'll be fine. My dad that might get bored. <sighs> All right. All right. My number two. People don't change. They we never. I don't know. Sometimes they do. But and there there'll be small changes in a person. There's definitely small changes in a person. But when you grow when you boil it down to the bread and butter and you go and you think about it why would someone do that it's because it's in their nature everyone has their own nature and everyone does it and everyone just no matter how they think they change no matter you know whether it's look looks wise change whether their personality changes when you boil it down they're gonna do what they're gonna do because that's who they are yeah that's fair yeah it's a hard truth. It's hard. It's a hard <laughs> truth, isn't it? Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like some people, will kind of like people. Ma- all right, people mature. Yeah, I don't I'd know agree. how much. I guess you could separate those two things, where like maturing is different than changing. Okay, I can agree to that. People definitely mature. Yeah, and like people's but, antics like, will change. You- but Once you hit a certain age, maybe. And, like, people's antics will change. Their uh, personalities will change. But it's, like, when I think of decision-making, it's, like, man, why Like, why would he do that to me? It's, like, because that's who he is. That's who he is, yeah. Yeah. It's hard Fair. truth. Hard truth. All right. Uh, going off of that, kind of, my number two, some people don't like you. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Because they don't like you because you're you. Yeah. And, and you the, can't change that. No, not only do some people don't like you, a good amount of people don't like you. <laughs> all right, all right, maybe not. That's not true. All right, but actually, it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was thinking about people who I piss off on Twitter or <laughs> when I'm driving and people piss and I piss people off. And it's it's good that, like you know how people are always like, "Oh, I can't like I can't believe people like I hate knowing that people in the world don't don't like me or hate me mm-hmm. i love it i mean I, I want enemies i want people to hate me not actually not a lot of people but right i want the the few to be like oh dude screw that guy be like, mm-hmm. yeah bring it on i <laughs> wish i had a rival i don't yeah. really have a rival no, i want I somebody that i hate and they hate me and everyone knows it yeah i would love and one we're of just those mean too. to each other i don't have one i, I don't have one either I kind the of closest i got is riley nolan uh but uh no yeah i don't have one of those either but you're right there's gonna be people in the world that don't like you just because you are you whether they're jealous Mm -hmm. of you whether they're they don't like you know something about you there's just gonna be people that don't like that and that's okay just just gotta roll with it just gotta roll with it that's okay all right uh next up number three (laughs) And I want to I want to put this put this one up before I say it is. Can I, wait, can I interject real quick? Yeah. My younger sister just texted me and said, "I'll be your rival." <laughs> <laughs> so I now have a rival. There you go, there you go. That's what family's for, right? It's yep. always always for. That is you. true. I, I feel like a lot of people, their rival is in their family too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. This one I, I want to point out before I say anything. I personally use uh, Instagram stories a lot, but that mm-hmm. being said, 
No one cares about your yeah. Snapchat or Instagram stories. It, it no. makes me feel good when I do it. I'll put something <laughs> on my Instagram story and be like, I like that. Yeah. I don't care if people are looking or not, but. Yeah, no, that's that's why I do it. I'm like, look, this is what I like, and that's going to be – it's like what I think of it is like that's part of my brand. It's like this <laughs> is the stuff I support. This is the stuff I, <laughs> I, I brand with. Uh, and look, I get no one cares, but some people need to know that no mm-hmm. one cares about yeah i was i actually was looking through yesterday at like my archive stories and everything is right on brand oh yeah putting like dressway winning special teams player of the week up there (laughs) podcasts i'll put up there like bryce harper home run videos stuff like that so yeah no it grows the brand it grows it's like when you look at like my instagram story it's like this is this is things i like these Mm -hmm. are things i i like to do and like to watch or like to support and yeah again i get that no one cares that's why i put it up there because i'm like no one's gonna care no either they're gonna look at it and be like oh that's cool or look at it and swipe to the next one yep. i i frankly don't care and it hurts no one's feelings yeah no it hurts no one's feelings and no one that's the thing no one knows <laughs> no one knows whether you look at it i mean like it's not like no one's i'm not no one's looking at their they're like who looked at my instagram story today yeah I just put it up there but some people need to be told that uh, no one cares about this. If you're like a serial poster, especially about like politics and stuff like that, really nobody cares. Yeah, and it's like that. People also really need really people also really need to realize is that you're not changing anyone's opinion mm-hmm. ever. That could be possible. In fact, it's you're own actually thing on the list. probably pissing them off more more because they see it and they just get angry yeah exactly so and like i never understood posting like political opinions to your friends that's what instagram is it's like people you know Mm -hmm. and like i know i don't know what you gain by posting that stuff like that but who knows no one cares (laughs) all right number three three for you and this is a biggie. You gotta exercise to be in shape. I had that one too. You can't just get in shape. I had like, that one too. You gotta put in the work. And that sucks. And it, and it can't be like twice at the gym and then you're just like looking in the mirror like, damn, where is it? Yeah. You need that's to actually put in the work to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not fun. No, and it's not. I, and, and eventually we'll start having to eat healthy too. I was going to say, I was going to add on to that and be like, if you want to lose the gut, you got to eat right. It's yeah, not right. just like you can still – you can work out every day of the week and still have a gut. You can – work mm-hmm. unless – I mean, unless you're just nailing ab workouts all the time. But if you're eating that McDouble every day, it's it's not going to help. It's, it's yeah. going to be – it's going uh, to add to the gut. But, yeah, once there, you realize- Well, there are people that do eat like shit and still are like just skinny people or don't get fat. It's going to catch up though. It'll catch up when you least expect it. Then you'll be skinny fat. And then you'll be screwed because it's too late. Yep. Because it'll come it comes in too late. And then it's like really hard to lose the weight. Like right now, I feel like it's not that hard to get in shape if you do put in the work. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, it's like it's a battle. Yeah. You're tired and sore all the time. So yeah. it's way more difficult to do. I agree. All right. This is uh, coming from someone who's not in shape, by the way. Yeah, I'm. All, it's uh, not like I spent like multiple years in the gym. I'm, I'm like, also gotta put in the work. It's like, uh, no, and that's that's why it's a hard truth. Cause I, right. I don't, I, you know, I'm not in the gym every day. I'm not doing that. I need to be in the gym every day, but uh, I just don't simply have the time right now. Yeah. Just, just to make that distinction. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think I'm being like big meathead, motivational or anything. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number four. True friends are mean to your face. If they're not, if they're not, if they're never mean to you, it's like, all right, they, there's something up. There's really yeah. something well, no, up. And they are mean to you. It's just, just not your, to yeah. you. Yeah. So when you I have. Tr- and like going off that people are fake. Yeah. Like everyone's fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In their own Some degree. More than others. Yeah. And more, but and more drastically gotta... than others. But there's always another side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like when you're in those friend groups that everyone's bashing at each other you can't you can't be the one that's sour about it 
You got to mm. just roll with the punches and then start throwing some punches back. Yeah. Or else it's never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, don't let yourself become the punching bag. Exactly. Exactly. But if you are the punching bag, then maybe you're not in the right spot. Yeah, I mean, also. yeah, okay. That should. True friends are mean to your face, but not too mean. Like, they're not like an actual. And they're, and they're nice behind your back. Yeah. That's yeah. what a true friend is. I agree. I mean, maybe that's just dudes. But I don't know. I'm not a woman. All right. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> don't even get me started about women. <laughs> Top five things about women that we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, how any of them are friends with each other. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, my number four, we're being spied on. Every second of every day, somebody over there knows what's going on in your life. Yep. <laughs> it's right here. It's easy. Yeah. It's – you have – So if you, see, if you see like an article or like talking to someone and they're like, no, like responding on us through this, like don't want to freak you out. They've been doing it for your whole life. They know everything about you. Yeah. And like we use a <laughs> – are you, you think Google's not looking up everything that you look yeah. up? Like, they're not. And it's always, like, you can literally, you could test it yourself. You could do it right now at home. You could be talking, like, if you talk about a product you never, ever use, that you'll get ads for it on, mm-hmm. on Google, on Instagram, on YouTube. And it's crazy. Like, it's. Yeah, there are countless examples of it. It's like, they're not even trying to be sneaky about it anymore. No, they're not sneaky. And it's funny when you see those Apple commercials where it's like, oh, you can, it's all about privacy. Apple's all about privacy. You know, uh, we'll stop Google and all them from selling your data. Okay. So mm. you'll just sell our data. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love when they give you a notification. It, this is a recent update that they had where like, if you pull up an app and it'll give you the notification and it'll say, would you like this app to not track your data? Ask app not to track. And you're like, oh, of course not. I don't want them tracking my data. And you hit, please don't track think that that works yeah that's just a scam that's that's like uh that's just they're just buttering you up yeah like oh i can trust them now Mm -hmm. now you can do whatever you want and think that you're not getting now they're doubling the price for your data (laughs) that's what that is that's like when people when the report came out that apple was slowing down old phones and everyone was like what (laughs) we're slowing down our old phones and most of us were just like yeah Doing it for years. Doing that for years. (laughs) Like it didn't take a sleuth to figure that one out. Yeah, I love. I think that was it. Was recently where it's like, oh, Google tracks everything that you do. It's like, yeah, really. So does Amazon. So does Facebook. So does everything else. Yeah, everything else does this app thing too. And it's only getting worse. Like just know, like just accept it. There's no Mm. reason to fight it. Mm. And who cares if they know what you're doing? Yeah. At least they're not censoring us yet. So <laughs> that's true. That's, we're not China. Yeah. All right. Number five. This kind of goes against everyone spying on you, but not everyone is looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, like sometimes, you know, sometimes you look and you're looking around, and you're like, oh, like is everyone just everyone just see me trip? Everyone just, uh, you know, if you're wearing a shirt that's a little too tight or is everyone see it everyone see it no no one no one cares yeah, probably not no one sees it <laughs> no one even notices most of the time so that this is the one i was thinking could calm people down it's a hard truth mm-hmm. still but not everyone's looking at you yeah and also like just thinking about how many things happen on a day-to-day basis that don't involve you whatsoever like your life has such a little impact on 99.9% of the people on this earth. So. Yeah, don't get freaked out about stuff. Stop worrying. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like we said at the beginning, nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These are some words of wisdom here. This is why this is why we have our name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, This that that's the one thing I was like, we should, we should change it to wise truths. Wise truths of the... Damn it. I know. Uh, what did right. you think of that, like a minute ago, or? 
I was I was actually thinking about it before I made like as I was making the list, but I didn't say anything. I don't know why. Oh, I, I hard truth. Oh, well. I don't know. Hard truth gets the gets the point across. Yeah, we're still right. we're already the wise guys. We can't milk the wise thing. That's everything. true. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and a place, I guess. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For using wise. All right. Anyway, my final one. Perhaps the most heartbreaking of all of them. The Dan Snyder will never sell a team. <laughs> Stop getting your hopes up. It's not going to happen. Washington Post can try as much as they want to slander his name. And it's not even like it's it's relevant slander. Yeah, it's real slander. It's not like they're making stuff up. Yeah, it's real slander. (laughs) It's not going to happen. happen. You're right. And we're stuck with him forever. Um, Find another hobby would be my (laughs) suggestion. Another sport, maybe. No. Knitting, <laughs> reading, Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know no, what you like to do. You're but right. Do that instead of watching this football team. Because some of us are too far gone and cannot be saved. You're right. Some of you are not fully involved yet. And you are don't the start now. Don't start. Now. <laughs> don't start until it gets. You have hope. Yes. <laughs> That's right. We need the Native American, the Native Americans to step up. They need to, they need mm. to take them out. All right, honorable mentions. It, this one, let's not, let's not run through the honorable mentions like super quick because you know these are all hard truths here. We can't just run through them. Uh, speaking of which, of Dan Snyder will never sell the team is rich people will never get in trouble. Mm-hmm. They just won't. Dan Snyder is a perfect example. Uh, yeah. Anyone with the Trump last name is a perfect example. Uh, I'm not going to get into that can of worms. But <laughs> just anyone who's rich will never get in trouble. You'll hear about a celebrity doing something, and they will never get in trouble. Just never. It just doesn't happen. That's just the world we live yep. in. The, the only way they can get in trouble is if they spend all their money. Yep. yep. And they're in trouble. Uh, another one is nothing is good for you. No, like, there's, there's probably, you know, strawberries – apples you could be like yeah they're good for you but the way and then you look at it and you're like oh they're growing with gmos like there's always something that you can point to gmos are a myth yeah there's always something you can point to and be like that makes it bad for you that's i've noticed that with salads i eat salads like all the time now but if you look at the dressing oh yeah the dressing's terrible yeah yeah exactly and you throw cheese and bacon bits on there and all of a sudden it's like yeah it's not even a dessert yeah exactly exactly that's about what i'm talking about uh, seven is streaming services are getting out of hand. Uh, not seven, I guess, but it'd be eight. But streaming services are getting out of hand. There's just too many of them. Eventually, they're gonna sell. They're gonna package it all together, sell it in a box, and it's gonna be the same thing as cable. But through Amazon. Through <laughs> yeah, through Amazon. That should be another one. Is that in your lifetime, Jeff Bezos will be your supreme ruler, next to Mickey Mouse. Him and LaMickey will be running the world. <laughs> yep. Whoever can buy out the other one for yeah, for million dollars yeah. for the for the price of uh for the price of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last one, and it's the most important one actually, even though it's an honorable mention. This tales never fails. Good one. All right, good way to good way to end it. Thank you, thank you. Honorable mentions, Chris. All right, I only had two. Um. First one is there's a lot of people in your life that you liked and you'll never see again. Yeah. So looking back, you have memories with certain people. Yeah. I'll never see them again. And it's funny. Like I kind of think about it all the time. will become figments of your imagination. And with the, with the whole social media aspect now, you can still stay in touch with them, but there's mm-hmm. still a slim chance you'll ever see them again. Yes. Um, and then my the other one is a big one for us on this podcast, which is sometimes you have to spend money to have fun. Yeah. Yep. And that's no good. Nah, it's it's not. It's you funny. Don't like to spend money. No, spending uh spending money to have fun is that's like when it comes to summertime and you're home and you're like, oof, I now have to spend yeah. money to have fun. It's such a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like to do anything. It's like you got you to gotta spend some sort of bread. Yeah. And to get money, you have to work. So just to compound the issue. Yeah. No easy way out. Unless you, uh, unless you make an OnlyFans. It's your only way out. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a hot chick, then you're fine. 
<laughs> or as long as you're okay with degrading yourself a little bit. Yeah, I think it's it, funny enough. Like you can be a, you can be a mid chick and degrade yourself, and I think you'd be, I think you'd be just fine. I think you'd be just fine. There's some creepy people out there. I don't, I don't pay for anything. Be queen. Say again. Ah, uh, wait, you didn't watch Euphoria. Oh, uh, no. Kitty Queen. No, did not. All right. Some people know what I'm talking about. And and I'm sure <laughs> they'd appreciate it. Are you on, now that we're talk, moving on, are you on, did you watch, are you watching Stranger Things? I've never watched an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, I watched the first season. I haven't watched it since. <laughs> I just don't, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not watching it. All right, anyways, time to move on to college. Can we talk about the travesty in college class yes, last night? that's what we're talking about. Go I ahead, mean. Take the floor. So, Maryland baseball, the way that it works in the regional is it's a double elimination bracket. So, they lost to UConn on Saturday, beat Wake Forest Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, played UConn again Sunday night, beat them, which I was at, by the way, about the good luck. So, that put them both at one loss. So, last night was the regional final, winner moves on to the Super Regional, which is like the Sweet 16 of the baseball tournament. Maryland has a terrible start. They go down six to one in the first. Eventually, they're down nine to one. They come all the way back. They get a ten to eight game in the top of the eighth inning. This guy on third, Bubba Lean, Big Ten Player of the Year, is up. It's like a little nibbler down the first base line. Is booking it straight down the line, right through first base. The pitcher like flips it to first. First baseman has to come over, like into the runner's lane, and they collide. So, you know, ball shoots out. It was a bad throw anyway. So ball gets away, run scores. I at first umpire first calls him safe. And the home home plate umpire says, no, that's interference. He's out. The guy on third who scored the run to make it 10 to nine has to go back to third. So now it's guy on third with two outs and they're down by two runs instead of guy on first with one out and they're down by one run with the middle of the order up. You got to watch the play. You can I, find yeah. it on Twitter if you haven't seen it. It's one of, like, the worst calls that I've seen, given the circumstances. I, you can't make that call. And maybe technically, by the rule, like, the runner has to give the fielder a chance. But there was literally no time for him to get out of the way. And he was running directly to first base, didn't leave the runner's lane at all. And it would have been impossible for him to allow the fielder to make the play, given the circumstance of like where the ball was and where yeah. the throw was. It was a split second. So maybe technically, like that would be the rule. But you can't make that call in that spot in the game. I think it's the interpretation of the rule that I have the problem with. Because nobody would have batted an eye. If the run score, they would have been like, yeah, it was an impossible play. It was a bad throw. Like, that's no, the, that's nothing the other that thing. anyone could have done. And he tried, he like, even like had to brace himself. The, like, that was the instinct was just running. Oh, shoot. There he is. Brace myself. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the thing that's, what's the travesty about it is that it's a bad throw. It's a bad mm-hmm. throw on UConn. Like that, they, they didn't get the right play. So they don't, des- like, they, they didn't deserve the out there mm-hmm. yeah i i uh i saw that so you guys are out now that was it Done. that was it that's yeah. his kids last year too that sucks that really does suck. so yeah it's a bummer i mean you always hate it when a big game turns into a ref show i honestly thought that oh was gonna hit the umpire <laughs> like his face the the look on his face and it would have been a commendable move yeah if he just uh, yo, punched him right fans in the face would cheered yeah. I was a little bit surprised that people didn't like litter the field with bottles and stuff. Yeah, no, but... that that seems like something to me. You guys are you guys are classier than that. You guys are class acts. No, we're not, actually. <laughs> That's why I was surprised because we're not classy at all. <laughs> Alright, well never mind then. They 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 will um, not be making next week's appearance on top five class nope, acts. They will be a dishonorable mention on class acts. <laughs> will be Maryland Terrapins fans. But yeah, it was I mean even though, like, they lost 11-8, I guess. So, even if the run scores, they lose by two. But you got to go back to the situation. Yeah, because then there's, there's one 10, out. Nine, instead of... There's one out. 
and they have all the momentum. Like that. That's why I mentioned that earlier. You were talking about the refs killing the Celtics' momentum. Like the energy from the team and the building just flattened. Well, Chris, because I... everything was falling apart for UConn. They're not, or they were up eight runs in the regional final, and they were in the process of blowing that lead. And the tying run was on base, just to have it yanked back. It was ridiculous. Sorry to hear that, Chris. So, yeah, it was sad. I mean, it's not like I religiously follow Maryland baseball, but no, it's still sad. It would have been nice oh, to see a chance for another national advanced. championship for that. Yeah. What's the is the team going to be good next year or? I don't know. I'll have to look at who's coming back. They should be. That's good. They're, I mean, their coach Revenge is. tour. He's like thirty-four years old. Damn, really? That's nuts. So I think if he stays, they should. They're in the process of becoming like a real baseball program. They've never been. Like they've never been good at baseball. That's interesting. I mean, isn't it normally always the Southern schools that are better? Pretty much, yeah. That's weird. That you is you. So is UConn now in the finals? They're in the top sixteen. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So we still have a while to go for a baseball national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So super regionals is the best of or best of three. That cuts down to eight teams, and then the World Series is like another bracket. I think. Damn, that's a lot. Double then. Yeah. Oh well, you, all you got to hope for is the the revenge tour next season. Yep. That's all you got. It'll be we will be seeing this play at the start of the the championship video. Yeah, yeah. That's go. always the the That's way always, I look at it. Yep. And the Phillies are back. Oh. Also, four in a row after firing, or I guess three in a row after firing the manager. Uh, and they had a epic comeback win on Sunday. Down six to two in the eighth inning, Harper comes up with the bases loaded, grand slam ties the game. Top Damn. of the ninth, they give up a run. Bottom of the ninth. Two outs, two guys on, and their rookie Bryson Stott comes up, who's hit like one homer this year, mm-hmm. and he hits it out, and they win, nine seven. Damn! So they're back. They're so back. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad the Phillies are back. It was all. It's you're right. It was. It was all the manager. Now they're rallying yep. behind him. It always is. Yeah, it's always the manager's fault. Which you guys made the Angels that that win yep. made the Angels fire their manager too. It's always well, good losing to... losing twelve in a row is not. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty great. Bad. It's always nice when you're the team though that gets the guy fired. Mm-hmm. Like South Carolina this year was the guy. What they were the team that got the Florida head coach fired. That mm-hmm. was that was a proudful moment. That's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. It would have been nicer if it was like a divisional team. That's true. Like the Angels, I don't. I have no issue with them. But what do you think? It was get? like the Nationals. That'd be great. Beggars can't be choosers, Chris. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for the pod. I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, we'll have we'll have our pod Friday, and go Celtics.